everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 200. Woo! I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. Hey, dude, what's going on? We did it. We made it to 200. <sighs> now we start monetizing. Exactly. Yep. Patreon.com. Wait. <laughs> I, I got to set that up first. Yes, yes. Uh, episode 201 will be exclusive to Patreon donors of the $50 or higher <laughs> tier. So please look forward to that. So nobody will listen to it. <laughs> oh, boy. We could just We're say not... anything we want. Nobody will listen. It's true. <laughs> let me Let me tell you... All the controversial views that I hold, Justin. <laughs> Let me tell you the real reason why I don't like Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, no. That's what this is going to turn into. <laughs> it's going it's it's, Points of articulation is turning into a minute-by-minute minute breakdown of everything that's wrong with The Last Jedi. <laughs> that's our new focus. <laughs> No, no, no. We're not going anywhere. And I like The Last Jedi. I know you're not a fan, but I liked it, so. So, there we go. No, we're uh, we're here to talk about toys. Of course we are. Let's talk about these garbage Last Jedi toys. <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about San Diego Comic-Con 2018. That, yeah, that just that just happened recently. Yeah. yeah. Should probably talk about some of the stuff that was uh, revealed there. Yep, we were we were there, of course. We of, got the, of course, <laughs> we were we were not there. I did we get were. a uh, Comic Con toy in my, uh, you know, I in my list of gets for this oh, week. Well, same here. So please look forward to it. Um. Yeah. So what we're gonna do. Uh, we each picked out three things we wanted to talk about from yes. Comic Con. Yes. Uh, so let's just get started. With number one. Yes. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Hasbro. They they do Transformers stuff. They do. I've, I've seen them do Transformers before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they have this new uh, Transformers Siege War for Cybertron trilogy subline. Right. Uh, yeah. So there's some new toys for this subline and of particular interest to me are the new MicroMasters. Oh man, they're doing it! Yeah, they're bringing they're awesome. back MicroMasters. Yeah, they're little. So the MicroMasters in G One were these tiny vehicles that became tiny robots, yep. obviously because they're Transformers. <laughs> uh, they uh, came in packs of four usually. Yep. Uh, but these new MicroMasters uh, are only packs of two. That's disappointing, by yeah, the way. It is. Because you know, the, the MicroMasters, they they hit on the tail end of G1. This, right. was, this was kind of like one of, if not the sort of last hurrahs for, you know, the G1 line was kind of on life support as is. And, and they were just doing all these kind of gimmicky sub lines of toys. And at the time, uh, Micro Machines, uh, Galoob's Micro Machine vehicles were very popular. Those were, those were tiny. They were just, I mean, they were kind of like little matchbox cars, little Hot Wheels, but they were just super tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this was kind of like 
the Transformer take on those. Yeah, it's like Transformers went really big with like Fortress Maximus. And right. And went really small. But I dug, I didn't have, because, you know, again, and this, this sort of plays into our, you know, we don't have a huge age difference, you and I, but it's enough where, you know, at this point, I was kind of getting out of Transformers, whereas you were probably still pretty entrenched in them, right? Yep. Yeah. So I only, I had two of the MicroMaster sets. There were several MicroMaster sets of, mm-hmm. of, of the four characters, like, like you were saying. Uh, I had two of them. And, uh, and you, yeah, you probably, I, you probably had a bunch of them, right? Yeah, I have a bunch of them. Nice. Uh, I know one of the ones you did have is yeah. represented in this new line. Yeah. Which For is great. The Autobot Battle Patrol. Yep. Uh, which includes, uh, Flack and Big Shot. Yes. Which were indeed two of the, the figures that I did have back when I was a kid. So it's pretty exciting to see these guys again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, updated. Not, not, you know, it's, it's funny because, you know, Hasbro for the past several years, you know, they've been really kind of leaning hard into the G1 nostalgia. And it's like, oh, it's all your favorite characters from G1 and they're back and, you know, their toys are so much better and there's so much more detail and there's so much more articulation. These guys, I mean, they don't, I mean, they're certainly more detailed. There's a lot more kind of paint apps and, and little details and greebly bits carved into them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like they have any more articulation. No, they really don't. <laughs> Which, you know, again, these things are like, what, an inch tall, maybe? You know, so they're not going to be super articulate. But, you know, gosh, it's neat to see. Because these were, uh, even though, like I said, I was kind of getting out of Transformers at this point, I really dug these tiny little vehicles and the tiny little robots. So it's it's neat to see Flack and Big Shot again. Yeah, so. I, I have a soft spot for Flack in particular. Yeah, same here. Um, uh, a few years ago, uh, well, for Flack, uh, because no, <laughs> nobody knows who Flack is. If, if we say, oh, you know, Optimus Prime, and everyone's like, oh yeah, the big red truck. He's got the, he's got the, the windshield, uh, on his chest and everything. Everyone knows what Optimus Prime is. He cuts people's faces off. Uh... <laughs> he hates faces. <laughs> but nobody, nobody knows who Flack is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, a few years ago, uh, well, well, Flack, he is a green, uh, a green robot. Yeah, it's a, Green, like a surface-to-air missile launcher. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there was a, a toy a few years ago. Actually, I say a few years ago. It was 10 years ago. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, Hasbro released. It was a repaint of a Cybertron series figure uh, called Scattershot. And... um Oh, wait. Nope. 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 There it is. Yeah, it was a, a repaint of uh, Cybertron, Cybertron Defense Scattershot, mm-hmm. uh, who was a robot who turned into a you know, armored surface-to-air missile launcher. And uh, they released a, a repaint of this figure uh, under the name Overload. Um, And, I mean, he's flack. 
He's totally flack, yeah. He's totally flack. He's he's a green uh uh you know, missile launcher, and I picked him up and I was like, you know, okay, they're calling him overload, but this is my new flack. I have flack again. And um and then like a year or two later they actually released uh another repaint of this toy as a botcon exclusive using the name Flack. Mm-hmm. But because they had already j- like they had just released a retail version in green, they colored him like like blue or something like that. I don't remember. It was you- a blue and or like grayish blue and white camo. Right. And and you you have all the botcon toys, so I'm sure you have mm-hmm. botcon Flack, right? I do. Yeah. Actually, that is a fun toy to play with. No, it's, it is. It's a really great little toy, actually. It's, it's, I mean, I say little, it's a Voyager sized toy, <laughs> but it is. It's, it's a, it's a really nice, fun toy to transform and everything. Um, but yeah, so I had, I had my little replacement flack and now I'm getting kind of an official micro master form flack again and it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, and, um, and actually, you know, it's funny. There was a, um, geez, what was that line? The power core combiners. Right. Do you remember that line from, from a few years ago? There was a toy in the power core combiners line. And I don't remember the name, uh, of, of, you know, the official name of that toy, but it was a pretty solid, uh, big shot replacement. Hmm. Uh, big shot. He's a little robot. He turns into kind of a brown and tan, uh, uh, you know, armored vehicle with like a big, uh, cannon on top of it. Cause he's you a know, big shot. Cause he's a big shot. Exactly. And there was, there was a, a toy that came out under the power core combiner line that had a pretty similar, you know, vehicle mode and a very similar color scheme. So I bought him and I was like, this is my new big shot. So. But again, we're getting the, the MicroMasters versions. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, these, uh, the new gimmick with these is these two uh, MicroMasters can combine and form a weapon for a larger transformer. Interesting. And that's that is something the old MicroMasters did not do. Right. They were just little robots and little cars. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, though. Uh, some other MicroMasters. There's the uh, Autobot Race Car Patrol. Nice. Uh, with Road Handler and Swindler. Cool. Uh, this is Road Handler is my favorite MicroMaster because uh, he was a pro wrestler in the Marvel comics. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's the red car, right? Yeah, he's the red car. Yeah. It's like a red muscle car. Yeah. Yeah, there was a, an issue, and I, I remember this, an issue of the old Marvel comic where the MicroMasters were we're pro wrestling for some reason. Yeah, because the MicroMasters in the uh, in universe fiction are the same size as humans. Yes, and it was the eighties, and wrestling was very popular. Mm-hmm. So let's have Transformers wrestle. And uh, Swindler is a uh, Delorean. Oh, geez, he is, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Holy cow, that's cool. Does he have some sort of time manipulation powers or something? Mm, probably. Yeah, I am a big fan of the DeLorean ever since I saw it in that that uh, that that popular movie uh, that features the DeLorean. You know, the one that everyone thinks about when you think about a DeLorean. I, I speak, of course, of of Ready Player One, of course, which which you know introduced me to the concept of a, a DeLorean as as a, a super cool vehicle. <laughs> so. And then there's the uh, Rescue Patrol. 
which has yeah. uh, Stakeout and Red Heat. Uh, Red Heat Ooh. is a fire truck, and Stakeout is a police car. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to flip back and forth between these pictures here. Stakeout. Wait, uh, I'm not, it's not Stakeout, but Red Heat, the fire truck. That is a that is a, a remold of a Big Shot. Hmm. I mean, look at the. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. You know, that's a that is a heavily armored fire truck. <laughs> but instead of having a big uh, like anti tank cannon on top, he has a a little extendable ladder. Yeah, so. it deals with extreme fires. <laughs> that's funny. I never thought I would see a military vehicle. Uh, repurposed as a fire truck, but here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, stakeout as well. It was, uh, Holly in Japan, who was a main character in, uh, Victory or Master Force. Oh, really? I can't remember. Nice. But yeah, I'm really excited about these, uh, MicroMasters. Now, I, I know the, the race car patrol. These are, you know, as, as we talked about, these are G, the, the race, the race car patrol, they are G1 characters, uh, you know, updated versions. Was the Rescue Patrol, was that a, were those actual G1 characters as well? Yep. Okay. Did you have any of, did you have like the race car or I Rescue Patrol? all three of these. Oh, nice. Uh, originals. Uh, sets. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Micromasters uh, were fairly inexpensive, if I recall. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even as a four pack, they were, they were still pretty cheap. So. Yeah. So I ended up with a lot of Micromasters. That's cool. I'm I'm definitely in for all of these guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I do notice though, uh the ones they showed off at at uh, uh at Comic-Con, they're all uh, Autobots though. Yeah. I'm assuming we're going to get some Decepticon MicroMasters at some point. I hope so. The Airstrike yeah. Patrol would be really nice. That have. was that was the other set I had. They were all these kind of military jets. So yeah, it would be nice to get uh, updated versions of those guys, too. And Erector. We should get an Erector. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. He was a, he was a crane, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a MicroMaster. It was a little um, uh, semi-truck, but then yeah. it had a giant crane trailer. That's right. That's what it was. And his name is Erector. Yep. And everyone chuckles. So... You know what? That'd be an easy uh, repaint, remold of the Big Shot and uh, Red Heat. Mm, yeah. You know, sw- I could swap out, swap out the the uh, the rescue ladder for a, a hook. And there you go. There's your there's your erector. Give it time. Give it time. Uh, yeah. So that's my uh, first pick. Nice. What's yours? Uh, you know what? Let's let's stay on the transformer. Uh, beat while we're here because they, you know, they announced a lot of new, uh, figures from this, uh, Transformers Siege line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the one that really kind of stood out to me because we're getting a lot of, uh, updated, uh, classic characters, like characters we've had figures of. Re- There's like a new Ultra Magnus and a new Ironhide and stuff like that coming out. So we're getting, Getting some uh, kind of repeat figures at this point, but uh, one uh, deluxe class toy that stood out to me as being pretty interesting is a character named Cog. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird pick uh, for is, Hasbro, a, not for you, but for Hasbro to me. No, no, well, it is, and and Cog is again not a not a well known character, not a popular character, a character that I believe has like no fiction 
around him. Right. Uh, he's, he's an Autobot. Uh, but he was, um, he was one of Fortress Maximus's little drone buddies. Mm-hmm. You know, the, um, the, the, the G1 toys, um, the, the big ones, the big like city bots, you know, Metroplex and, and Scorponok and Triptychon and Fortress Maximus. You know, you got the giant robot that turns into a city and, and like a fortress or whatever. Uh, but they usually came with one or two or three even kind of smaller drone characters that, you know, in the, you know, usually in the fiction, they, they, you know, if they appear at all, they're usually just kind of like mindless drone characters or something. You know, uh, uh, Triptychon has a little purple car that hangs out with him and transforms into like a chest piece when he's in dinosaur mode. And, and Metroplex has a, a six gun and, and scamper who are his little buddies. Uh, and then Fortress Maximus, his little drone buddy is this character named Cog. And, you know, of course, what, like two years ago, I think, was when the, the updated Fortress Maximus toy came out. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And he did not include Cog. And, you know, nobody cared because, you know, who, who cares? <laughs> it's, just, it's just one of his little little uh, garbage drone buddies. But now they're making an actual, like, deluxe class. We're going to sell this at retail version of this little drone character that's kind of a subordinate to a giant city bot. And it's like, that's, it's, it's just, it struck, struck me as weird. It is. It's very weird because it's, you know, it's a character that nobody knows, doesn't have a history. And it's only real history is it's connection to this, very large, very expensive figure that Hasbro's not even selling anymore. <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's it's not like you can go into a, a, a store and find a Fortress Maximus sitting on a shelf and thinking, "Oh, I wish it had that little cog." Oh, here's cog right up here, hanging on a peg. So it's a really weird decision, but I'm happy they're doing it uh, because I'm going to buy it, and because I I have a Fortress Maximus is currently sitting in my pile of loot at Big Bad Toy Store because he was on sale recently. And I was like, you know what? I need more chunks of plastic taking up my valuable living space. <laughs> so I, I ordered one. But now I have his uh, little sidekick to go along with him. And he's he's just this kind of very blue and gray robot, and he turns into this sort of... <sighs> I don't even know how to describe his, his alt mode. Some sort of futuristic Cybertronian military vehicle. Yeah. It's... You know, kind of half track. You know, he's got some, some treads. He's got some wheels. He's got some big missile launching guns jutting out all over him. So it's just really weird, but. Yeah. I mean, it's me just happy. a really obscure thing, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. the transformation looks super simple though. Yeah. It, it does look like he just kind of, you, you fold his arms up and then he sort of lies down. I don't think you even fold them. I think it's the parts forming. Oh, is it really? Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at it now and it does. It looks like you just pop his arms off. 
you pop the arms off of his side and plug him into his chest, don't you? Mm-hmm. Which I guess, you know, I did not have, uh, I did not have the G1 Fortress Maximus, so I, I cannot talk to the old cog toy, but I did have, you know, the other city bots and certainly like Metroplex's little buddies, definitely. They were not like full fledged transformer figures, you know, of the quality you would expect. They were like pop the limbs off and rearrange them to, to turn it into a vehicle. So it's kind kind of the same. Sure. But you would kind of expect them to do a little more. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's a little weird, but you know, okay. Sure. There it is. I'm still buying. It. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm still getting there. But. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, just kind of nutty. So, I'm for it. Uh, looks like your next one's also Transformers related. So why don't you go first? Okay. Um. Uh, well, and and it's it is more Transformers, but it's not from Hasbro. Strangely enough, it is from uh the company Super Seven. Uh, Super Seven. They are that uh company that does like all those kind of retro style toys those like kind of old kenner homages um you know the the little like you know, the the aliens toys uh what, what's that uh reaction right mm-hmm. reaction, is that line yeah. yeah they do that reaction line uh of figures that are meant to look like vintage late 70s early 80s uh star wars figures but of different licenses and stuff like that they also uh, recently have rejuvenated the muscle line of toys, which we've talked about on the show many times before. The little rubbery, like one or two inch tall figures. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, and you know, they've been, uh, kind of doing like licensed muscle figures. So there's like He-Man, uh, muscle figures now and, and Robotech and Mega Man and Alien and stuff like that. But, and we were discussing this. I think you actually brought this up not, you know, like a week before it was announced. Like, wouldn't it be wonderful slash awful if Super 7 got the Transformers license and started doing Transformers muscle figures? And show, show enough. <laughs> show enough. Comic-Con, there's a big display case full of little uh, rubbery Transformer figures. Mm-hmm. And these are, and, and like they didn't show off any packaging. They're just showing off the little figures. So I'm wondering if they're going to brand these as muscle, first of all. Uh, but these have kind of a, a double homage to them. Yeah, they're kind of like muscle toys that are Transformers. But, uh, those of you who were around for the G1 days may remember. Uh, a little gimmick during that time called the Transformers decoy figures. And the Transformer decoys were essentially what Super 7 is selling now. They were little, you know, and again, kind of building off the muscle craze at the time. Little, you know, one, one and a half inch tall rubber Transformer characters. Uh, the the Decepticons were cast in purple rubber and the Autobots were cast in red rubber. And they were just like, it was, they were just like a, a freebie included when, you know, you'd buy a, you'd buy one of the, the Transformer toys and there would be a little decoy figure, uh, included on the card. 
And, you know, the idea was, oh, these are, these are, you know, decoys that the Autobots can send out into battle. And the Decepticons will think, oh, look, there's a little rubbery Optimus Prime. Let's shoot that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and not the, the big red guy standing next to him. But yeah, there was, there was a, a whole subline of these Transformer decoys back in the day. So they are returning now, which is great. Yeah. And awful because you have to buy them all. Oh, I know. That's the thing. And I will buy them all. Ugh. I only had a couple of the uh, decoys. Yeah. I, I can only remember. Yeah. A couple of them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had maybe like four of them or something like that. You know, I think I had like Starscream and Soundwave. And yeah, I, see, I can't even remember. Maybe Megatron. I can't remember. But, um, but yeah, I am delighted that these are coming back. Um, I, I have not found any details about when they're releasing these or, or anything. They just kind of had them, a bunch of them in, in a display case mm-hmm. at Comic Con. So yeah, would, yeah, like you said, no information on them. Yeah. But yeah, what else, uh, what else you got? My second pick is Marvel Legends, uh, mm-hmm. specifically Black Panther. Oh, yes. The Black Panther uh, little subline. It's going to have a build a figure mm-hmm. of M'Baku. Nice. It was great. He's a great character. Everyone loves M'Baku. Yeah, he's awesome. And they're also yeah. doing a uh, Killmonger with his uh, military outfit and that cool mask and everything. Uh, first of all, I believe you mean his Vegeta outfit. True. Yeah. And yeah, he comes. Yeah, he comes with the ceremonial mask he swiped from the museum. Yep, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I want to pick up. Uh, not probably all of these, but yeah, yeah. They, and they then look there's, really cool. Then there, there's Black Panther himself. There's Black Panther himself. Uh, yeah, and there's uh, Shuri is on the way, but they didn't have a picture of her. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's a, actually, it, I, it's a cool line. No, you know what? That I actually. Uh, I mean, it's it's easy to get caught up in the M'Baku and uh, the Killmonger because they both look great, mm-hmm. and like the facial sculpts look really nice, and uh, like Killmonger, like I, I just like the sculpting of his hair is is actually really well done. Uh, but I think uh, the the Black Panther uh, figure, he's he's fully armored up, so he's got the mask on and everything. Um, but he's uh. It's it's he's he's uh, painted like he's uh, absorbed some blows in uh, in his suit. So it's yeah, it's the black suit. He's got the claws out, uh, but uh, the the kind of the piping around the suit is all kind of glowy purple. I know uh, how you, you know, love the black and purple and black and purple. And he's got the silver highlights too. This is you know this is this is a Skywarp Panther. There you go. That's your new yeah. headcanon. Yeah, Cybertron forever. So, I don't know. I may have to may have to buy this figure to put on my Skywarp shelf. Nice. So there you go. But no, it's a cool. Uh, definitely a cool wave. So yeah. Uh, my number three, my third, and last but not least pick is uh, Mattel DC Comics, uh, specifically their premium multiverse toys. Ooh. Their premium multiverse toys are the ones based on the live action uh, TV shows and movies. So they've already done the Flash from the 1990 Flash TV show. Wow! Uh, and they've done uh, Batman from Batman Forever. Oh man! 
but they showed off a couple other ones. Uh, obviously, a Heath Ledger Joker, because mm-hmm. you, know, you got to. Uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, I really like the Linda Carter Wonder Woman. Looks so great. Yeah. I mean, that looks really good. It's a nice little uh, uh, face sculpt on her, too. Yeah, it really looks like uh, Linda Carter. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the Danny DeVito Penguin <laughs> from Batman Returns. Pretty outstanding. I really like that toy. Yeah. Uh, Batman Returns is such a great movie. Mm-hmm. I love Batman Returns. Now, this is a, a cool-looking line. So, I definitely am for it. It's weird that they did uh, Batman Forever Batman. Yeah. yeah, why would you... Why? <laughs> why would you... Why do you want... How do you, why do you want uh, 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 Val Kilmer? Yeah, Batman. You, would, you would think they would have done, like, a Batman or Batman Returns Batman first. Yeah, or you know, even even Christian Bale Batman. Yeah, you know, if you're doing the, the live action, I mean, you know, I would think, you know, the the one you know most people would be interested in would either be Michael Keaton or Christian Bale Batman. Nobody wants nobody wants Val Kilmer. Nobody wants a George Clooney. Mm-hmm. You know, come on, man. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I do like those figures. Yeah. Those are pretty great. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, that wraps it up for me. Cool. Uh, my final one uh, is uh, from NECA. Good folks over at NECA. Um, now, you know, we've talked about this on the show many a times. Uh, uh, NECA has a uh, – they do a lot of Kenner homages. Uh, they, you know, uh, NECA, they, they put out aliens toys. They put out predator toys. And amongst those are, uh, uh, they do a lot of homages to the, uh, old nineties, uh, Kenner aliens and predator line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I certainly have, uh, well, I have all, I, I don't have any of the, uh, predator homages, uh, but I do have all the alien homages. Uh, but they, they've announced that, well, first of all, they have another alien homage figure coming out. Um, it's this time it's, it's not one of the human, or it's not one of the aliens, it's one of the human characters, but it is, uh, Drake, who is one of the Marines. And, uh, you know, I certainly have the old Kenner Drake figure. And now they're doing an updated, uh, version of him. So I'm like, yeah, I will totally get him as well. Gotta get more of those colonial Marines. Well, I, I I do have my Kenner homage Ripley, and I have my Kenner homage uh, Private Vasquez, and I have uh, I've ordered. He's coming out later this year. Uh, Sergeant Apone uh, is coming out in his gaudy uh, bright yellow shirt that has no bugs scrawled on it, just like you remember from the Aliens film. Yep. Yeah, with his bright red baseball cap and his his green. Uh, pants tucked into his cyber boots yeah and he and turns his, that baseball cap around because it's cool well he's he's ready for business you know he's got his cybernetically enhanced arm just like in the movie but uh drake drake is a little more uh restrained looking he looks more like a you know millet he's got his camo pants and he's got his kind of kind of olive green uh sleeveless shirt on mm-hmm. and his his ammo belt strapped over him he's got his giant uh uh, smart gun or whatever. 
so he's ready for action. But yeah, I will. Uh, I'll be picking that up. But but the Kenner homages don't stop there. Uh, you know, NECA they also do. Uh, they do Terminator toys. Yeah, they have the Terminator license, and wouldn't you know it, Kenner back in the nineties, back when Terminator Two hit theaters. Kenner had their own line of Terminator toys, and now they're doing homages to that. And they are gloriously ridiculous, just like the old Kenner toys are. So I'm going to have to get these as well. Um, uh, one of them is just the, uh, the, the Terminator endoskeleton, like the T-800 endoskeleton. Uh, only this time, instead of uh, silver, he is gold. And he has some random numbers and, and UPC barcodes stamped onto him. Just, just because, you know, Has, Hasbro did that back in the day for some random reason. And now we're getting an updated version of that. So I'm in. And, uh, they have, uh, uh, the T1000, uh, Robert Patrick, of course, the villain in Terminator 2. Uh, we got him, uh, in uh he's he's cast in uh kind of this semi translucent kind of opaqueish uh baby blue color <laughs> i guess to represent the scene where he's frozen sure in the movie towards towards the end of the movie when he gets the liquid nitrogen dumped on him uh and and again this is you know Kenner had a figure with the same gimmick uh uh, he, he can color change. If you dip him in water, he turns into this kind of, uh, onyx black shade. For some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, just like in the movie. Yeah, when he gets covered in charcoal? Sure. I guess. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, uh. The, the diaper is just. <laughs> so this, this figure. I, boy. I don't know if, I mean, I don't think this is a prototype. I think this is supposed to be representative of the final product. Yeah. I really do. Um, I'm assuming it's some, something to do with plastic tolerances or something. Uh, because yeah, his, his whole body, his head, his torso, his limbs are all cast in this, you know, kind of transparent baby blue. Uh, but for some reason, though, his hips, his crotch area is is kind of this uh, it's a little more white in color. And as is his belt, you know, he has like a gun holster and, and a couple pockets on his belt or a couple pouches. Uh, but that's cast in kind of this white plastic and it really makes him look like he's wearing a diaper. Mm hmm. Which is it's unfortunate. It's it's weird. And I it has to be. It has to be something to do with the the type of plastic that they have to use. Right. Maybe it can't be because you know, there's 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 certain parts when you are constructing a toy, you know, certain certain uh you know limbs or joints have to be cast in a different sort of plastic that maybe has a little more give because, oh, this part's going to be moving a lot more because it's a joint. You know, the hinge has to be 
a little uh, less uh, prone to breakage or something like that. You know, it's got to be something along those lines. Because there's no re- no reason to put Robert Patrick in a diaper. You know, he's he's an adult. He's an adult man. The T-1000 did not have uh, any sort of bladder control problems. <laughs> that, you, that we, we know of. That we, yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, maybe uh, in the original script. I have not read the original script. <laughs> maybe the novelization of the film goes into <laughs> the T-1000's incontinence. But certainly nothing on the screen suggested that. So I don't know. Uh, the real star of the show, though, is the uh, T-800 figure, uh, Arnold himself. Uh, this is, again, uh, styled after one of those ridiculous old uh, 1990s Terminator figures where you had a a pretty solid-looking Arnold figure. And I'm, I'm talking about the old one here. A pretty, pretty solid looking, uh, representation of Arnold, uh, as the T-800. He's got his, his leather pants. He's got his biker boots. He's got like a, a sleeveless leather jacket. Yeah. He's, he's all buff and everything. You got his, you know, very Arnold looking face. Uh, half of his face has been blown away, uh, exposing the, the, the metallic skull underneath. Mm-hmm. You know, very, very solid looking, uh, Arnold as the Terminator figure. But for some reason, his left arm, uh, was a giant missile launcher. For no, for no reason. <laughs> no reason. Yeah. And like, 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 a, like it was huge. Like it was about the size of him. And it's just this massive, cumbersome missile launcher on his left arm. Uh, certainly not doing any favors uh, to help him blend in, which is, of course, the purpose of a Terminator. That's why they have the fake skin. You know, that's why they can walk and talk and and emote like a human. Uh, but, you know, you know, he, he I'm just I'm just a big Austrian guy. Don't mind the giant missile launcher for my left arm. Don't worry about that. Doctor's orders, you know. So now we're getting uh, we're getting an updated uh, version of that. So we have this really great looking sculpt of Arnold with his head uh, half blown away. And yeah, a giant uh, giant missile launcher arm. Do you think he built that arm after he got back in time or did he wrap the arm in a chunk of flesh so he could go through time? <laughs> That's right, because yeah, in, in Terminator lore, yeah, you the, the machines have to be fleshy. Because yeah, the 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 time time machine cannot send uh, metal through time, mm-hmm. so the yeah the Terminator would have to be covered in flesh. I I would imagine, I would imagine he built it himself on Earth. Okay. Uh, well, not when I I mean obviously on Earth. I I mean in the present day. You know he, I because I it would see it would seem, but I don't know. I don't know how Skynet thinks. I mean, Skynet's stupid. Skynet has really dumb plans. You know, I guess I could see, you know, here's a missile launcher arm. We're going to wrap it in flesh. We'll just go ahead and peel the flesh off when you get there. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But that's a very good point. That'd be the, very uh, creepy, by the way. That would be just like <laughs> Arnold, the big, the big electric sphere. 
dissipates, and this uh, yeah, naked Arnold slowly stands up, <laughs> but, he, but he has this giant mutated Tetsuo hunk of flesh hanging off of his, his torso, and he just starts peeling and just tearing it off. Yeah, yikes. Exposing this bloody uh, missile launcher underneath it. Jeez, that's a, that's a body horror scene for you right there. You know what? They're making a new Terminator, right? <laughs> I want to see. I want to see that scene in there now. But yeah, he's got this giant eye. He's got like big hydraulic uh, 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 you know, pieces on it to to move it around and stuff. It's got a joint now. The old uh, the old toy did not have an an elbow joint, but this missile launcher has an elbow joint. And it's, yeah, it's got a big missile that plugs into it. I'm assuming you can fire it out. And then you can replace it. It also has a giant uh, claw. So I guess after he fires his one missile, <laughs> because, you know, these missiles are, the missiles are huge. So it's not like he's carrying around a supply of, of extra missiles. It is sort of a one shot deal. Uh, but after he fires off his one missile, he can plug a, a big uh, mechanical claw into his uh, his his arm, and then use it to to pinch stuff. Sure. So, so so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm so I'm so delighted about this. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'll be I, picking that. I up. hope they do a lot more of these uh, Terminator homages. Yeah, well, I mean that that '90s Terminator line got weird. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, they, you know, there was like a John Connor figure. Uh, they never did a Sarah Connor. It was just all. It was. It was mostly variants of the T one or T eight hundred and the T one thousand. Right. Like there was a T one thousand. You could press a button on his back, and he'd kind of explode into to different parts. Uh, there were a couple T eight hundreds that had like little flip out guns and stuff like that. But then there was, uh, and I forget his name, uh, but there was, there was like a, another robot. It looked kind of like a T-800 endoskeleton, but it had like all these like spikes jutting out of it and like extendable limbs mm-hmm. and like these huge like pointy shoulder pads and stuff. He was kind of like the, and I, I think this, like he had like big horns coming out of his head too. Right. Like ram horns or something. So he, I, I don't was he was he supposed to be the king of the endoskeletons or something? Probably. I don't know. But he was cool. Yeah. And then there was uh Cyber Grip. <laughs> yeah, I do is, remember. Is that Cyber his name? Grip. Cyber Grip was this character, and I'm gonna look him up now. Cyber Grip. Uh Termin Terminator. There we go. Uh yeah, Terminator 2 Future War Cyber Grip was this dude, and he was wearing a just this, you know, again, just a, just a dude. He's wearing a skin tight black bodysuit. Uh, his, his left arm is exposed, so he's got his, his little beefy left arm sticking out. Uh, he's covered with chunks of gold armor and like various belts slung around his waist he's got pouches strapped to his his leg he's got chains connecting the various parts of armor his right arm is just this massive 
a golden claw, you know, and just like a, a two prong claw, like pinch, pinch, pinch. Uh, I, you, there was a button you could press to make the the little claws uh, snap together. And he's and he's, he has a has a big gold collar, like a dog collar, uh, and then you just have his head sticking up, and his head just looks like a, a shriveled, fleshy grape. It's just like this fat head plopped on this body. Uh, he's completely bald, uh, but he has this this golden uh, kind of cybernetic implant stuck on the side of his head with tubes coming out of it, and like one of the tubes is going into his forehead and one's going into like the back of his head and one is going straight into his right eye and another one's going right into his mouth. And then he has this, uh, this gun. He has like a little uh, shoulder mounted gun as well. And it's just like, what, what, what is this guy? How does he fit? And there's no, there's no story involved with him. You know, there's probably you something know? in the future war subline. I mean, I don't, let me see here. I'm looking at the back of the package. Here's, here's what it says on the back of the package. Okay. Cyber grip with crushing claw action. It says here, cyber grip is the most sinister cyborg of them all. When Terminator gets too close, cyber grip can reach out and crush him with the awesome crushing power of his cyber claw. Only the strength of Terminator will be able to, able to combat the evil Cyber Grip. So Cyber Grip's a bad guy. Okay. Presumably created by Skynet? Sure. He's a cyborg. You know, he's not like he's not like the, the, the Terminator series where that's, you know, robotic endoskeleton with just skin over it. He's clearly as a dude. He was once a dude that they modified into this this cyber pinching villain with with a tube sticking into his eye and his mouth what is that doing is that feeding him is that is that like some sort of nutrients is it collecting data from his eyeball and his mouth i don't know i don't understand the the mm. Claw grip makes no sense, but I would totally buy a new cyber grip figure in a heartbeat. The uh, other term we were talking about was named chromium. I just looked at that. Oh, okay, okay. With a K. He was chromium with a K. Chromium Terminator. K R O M I U M. M I U M. I want to is I want to see if I can find uh, his story. I'm not seeing any shots of the back of his package, but oh wait, here we go. Chromium. Chromium grows into a towering foe. When Terminator corners this cyborg, look out. Chromium expands to become a giant metal destroyer. So yeah, his gimmick is his arms and legs expand. Uh but there is, you know, again, presumably built by Skynet. He's a cyborg, but he has no fleshy parts. Maybe it's inside. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's got a brain. Maybe he's like a, a, a RoboCop 2. He's got a human brain in there. But, uh, yeah, he's got big, like, ram horns and... Yeah, it's ridiculous. A, a devil Terminator. <laughs> maybe maybe he's... Oh. Oh. Maybe. Let me, let me write some fanfic for you. 
let me throw some headcanon your way. Maybe in the future, during the future war, Skynet uh, burrows into hell itself. Mm. Okay. The 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 Judeo Christian. Well, I don't think I don't, I don't think uh, hell is Judeo Christian. I think it's just Christian. I don't know. I'm 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 no religious major, but the 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 biblical depiction of hell, this this underworld uh, of of darkness and flame, uh, Skynet burrows down into hell, which is of course underground, and kills the devil. Like they actually, Cyber uh, Skynet confronts Satan himself, and they destroy Satan and extract his brain, and they put Satan's brain into this uh, robot. All right, what do you think about that? So Chromium is actually the literal devil, <laughs> given a robotic body. Sure. What do you think about that? I do hope NECA does those two characters though. I would love that. I would buy them in a heartbeat. So, so stupid. So stupid. <laughs> 90s, man. Weird time. Yep. Weird time. Seriously, though, people, go on, go on Google image search and type in just Terminator Cyber Grip and look at this ridiculous, just sloppy looking old man with tubes sticking out of his eye and mouth and a big metal claw, and imagine him fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime, like 90s Arnold, and and think of how ridiculous that would be. That looks like a fleshy raisin. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Anyway, those uh, those NECA Terminator homages I'm looking forward to. So there you go. And that's uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Well, for all of us here at Channel 4 News, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. So, if you'll notice, we didn't talk about Lego in we our uh, picks. because That's because we stopped caring about Lego. Yeah, Lego's dumb. Justin and I sold all of our Lego uh, sets, our pieces. We took them all to Goodwill. And uh, we're done with Lego. We decided that's a baby toy. Look, I didn't want to be part of the system. <laughs> the system. No, that's that's silly. Come on, it's us. Yeah, we're gonna do a little roundup of Lego news. Uh, it's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, and so uh, there were some Lego news between when we last recorded and now. So we should talk about these uh, new sets. Yes. Uh, first up from the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple sets to talk about here. Uh, let's talk about, uh, Ultra, Ultra Caddy. Ultra, yeah, Ultra Caddy. Hmm. Uh, is it, it's called Ultra Caddy? Ultra Caddy. It, it is. Yeah. Ultra Caddy and Warrior Lucy. Yeah. Huh. So this is, this is, I mean, it's Unikitty. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Unikitty, but now she's giant. Ultra, almost. Yeah, and she's... I guess, she, well, yeah, she's because she's so big now, she's not a kitty anymore. She's a caddy. She grew up. She's a caddy. Um, so, yeah, this, a uh, couple of these toys, um, if you've seen the trailer for Lego Movie 2, which you probably have, uh, you will, you will remember that the town of, uh, Bricksburg, Brickburg, the city, 
in which Emmett lives. Uh, it's all, uh, it's all Mad Maxi now. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of post-apocalyptic. Something happened and it's all Mad Maxi now. And, uh, yeah, Unikitty is now ultra catty where she is giant. She's, she's red. She's got flames on her and she's covered in spikes. Mm-hmm. Just covered in spikes. And, uh, Lucy, aka Wild Style, uh, is riding her like a mount. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and it comes, comes with, uh, comes with, uh, Wild Style, of course. Uh, comes with Emmett. Uh, and it also comes with a Duplo alien. This is my favorite part of the set. <laughs> I think it's mine too. Uh, of, of course, you know, the end of the first Lego movie had, uh, it ended with the Duplo aliens invading the Lego world. And, you know, who, who knows how much the, the Duplo, uh, aliens are going to figure into the plot of the second movie. Is that going to be the whole movie? Them fighting Duplo? Who knows? I, I honestly have a feeling it's just going to be like a kind of throwaway at the beginning. Probably. You know? Yeah. I have a feeling it's like, oh, we got to fight the Duplos, and then, like, the real story starts. But, yeah, so you got a little Duplo alien. Um, And what cracks me up, and you and I have talked about this, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a character, a little alien figure made out of Duplo, but it's not made out of Duplo. It's made out of regular Lego bricks designed to look like it's made out of Duplo. Yep. Which is hilarious to me. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, if this was an actual character made out of Duplo pieces, it would be two bricks. Right. It would be like a two-by-two Duplo piece with, like, a little rounded piece on top. And, you know, and I have have a kid, so we have a, a decent amount of Duplo in our house. So it's like I could probably go build this dude right now by slapping two of of my son's Duplo pieces together. But instead, he's built out of like, you know, maybe 30 Lego bricks or something. <laughs> but it looks great. It mm-hmm. looks super cute. And he's, he's got a it's built. So he's got a little hinge so he can open and close his mouth to to bite you or whatever. But uh, now this looks like a, a great little set. Yeah. It's a lot of stickers, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. What um, can you do? Yeah, looks like uh, uh, Ultra Caddy has three different uh, facial expressions. Uh, you can you can change around. She's got a a cutesy smiley, kind of classic Unikitty face. She's got kind of a a gruff and determined face, and then she's got a crazy angry face. And you can swap those out however you see fit. Yeah, uh, 30 bucks for this coming in January, presumably January 1st. Yeah, I would assume so. Since that's how Lego tends to, they like to release sets on January 1st. So I, uh, I will pick this set up. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure about this one. Yeah, I'm going to, just cause I, I like, uh, I like Unikitty as mm-hmm. a character. I like the big. Uh, kind of heavily posable version of her here, and you know, again, that Duplo figure is adorable. So I'm I'm in for this one. It's true. Yeah. Uh, next up is Emmett and Lucy's escape buggy. Yep. This is very Mad Max. Yes, it is. 
like a muscle car that became a monster truck. Yes. And uh yeah, this looks great too. I mean it's it's you know, just a, a big Mad Maxian vehicle. Um again comes with Emmett, comes with Lucy. Um also uh comes with uh, another character who is named Sharkia, who you know, obviously a new character from the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh and then we have uh it includes Metalbeard, uh the the pirate from the first movie, but he is not uh is is not in his giant mech suit now. He is just uh, a disembodied head attached to his metal beard, uh, which is attached to a uh, treasure chest. So, yeah, what happened to Metal well, Beard? We're going to find out. We'll find out. And uh, you get uh, a couple. Uh, uh, there's there's again. If if you saw the uh, trailer, uh, there are. The, the the a villain shows up in the movie, and the villain uh, ha- can shoot these explosive uh, hearts and stars. They're these cutesy looking little hearts and and star characters, and but they they they're bombs. Uh, but you get a you get one of the little hearts and one of the little stars, mm-hmm. which are they're very cute looking. Yeah. So. Yeah, and this is uh fifty dollars for this set. Yeah. I will not be picking this up, but it does look cool. Yeah, it does look cool, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think we've probably talked about this before. Uh, Lego vehicles don't normally do it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, cars and helicopters and stuff like that. It's like, ah, it's, it's just not, they don't speak to me that much. So, and the bottom half of this car is all technic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it looks like it's, uh, has like actual suspension like i'm i'm yeah. seeing like actual like uh uh pistons with springs and stuff in there so yeah it's definitely neat yeah it's probably fun to play with cuz it probably like bounces a lot and stuff like that as you make it jump over hills and stuff like that but yeah but uh we've talked about it before but neither of us is into technic so yeah for sure uh last up speaking of the villain yeah or so we assume uh, Sweet Mayhem's Sistar Starship. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and this is, uh, again, the, a new character, Sweet Mayhem, who we have saw in the trailer. Presumably the villain. Yeah. Uh, certainly she kidnaps, uh, all of Emmett's friends. Um, uh, she is a, she's a mini doll. Mm-hmm. She is not a standard Lego minifigure. She is a uh, Friends-style mini doll, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, she's in like a space suit. She's got a cool helmet and big uh, kind of glowy wings. Uh, and yeah, she has a big uh, uh, spaceship, which is it's kind of spherical design with uh, like fins and wings sticking off of it. Yeah, using uh, Friends styling. Uh-huh. That's true. Yeah, it's all like uh kind of a kind of a, a white and teal with some sort of uh kind of pinkish magenta highlights and little stars and stuff on it. So yeah, it definitely looks like a friends styled spaceship. And again, it also comes with a little explosive heart and star. So uh this is oh my gosh, that's seventy bucks. Jeez. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Jeez, I was kinda like 
I was kind of into this when I saw it. I was like, yeah, I'll totally pick that up. But now I'm seeing a $70 price tag on it. I am. I'm suddenly less inclined to get this. There must be a lot going on in that spaceship. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because it doesn't it, look that big. But. No, it doesn't. Um, it's It's, what, five inches high, six inches long. And eleven inches wide. That's that's those. It's because it's got big wings on it. So, yeah, I don't. Uh, hmm, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Well, you have a lot of time. Yeah, exactly. That's all. All of these are coming out in January. So, it also uh, this set also includes uh, Emmett and Lucy as well. So, yeah. no matter what, you're going to have a lot of Emmett and Lucy figures. Mm-hmm. So, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this is a set I will be getting from, mm-hmm. it's the Lego Marvel Superheroes Spider-Man mech versus Venom mech. <laughs> if ever there was a set built for you. Yep. It's got I mean, Spider-Man, it's got mechs. Yep. You love, you love your comics, you love your mechs. I really like the minifigures included in this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you get, well, you get Spidey, of uh-huh. course. And Venom. Uh, you get Venom, who is uh, regular minifigure size. Mm-hmm. He's not a, he's not one of like the big figs because sometimes Venom is is depicted as a big fig. Uh, you get Aunt May, of course, and uh, Spider Gwen. Yeah, which is great. Or uh, I guess she's Ghost Spider these days. Sure, that's her. That's that's her new uh, her new name. I mean, it would make more sense. <laughs> Why did they call her Spider Gwen? <laughs> I know. Well, you know, she's friends with Spider Peter. You know, everyone's favorite superhero, Spider <laughs> Peter. So, uh, but yeah, so you get some great figures. Um, yeah, big old Spidey mech. The big uh, Venom looks awesome. The Venom, yeah, because the Spidey mech just kind of looks like a regular mech in Spider-Man colors. Right. Um, but the Venom mech just looks like a big robotic Venom. Which looks great. Mm-hmm. He's got like the the kind of uh, tendrils uh, whipping off his arms and back and stuff like that. Looks really. He's got the the mouth hanging open with the big fangs, and you got the giant tongue sticking out of it. It looks really cool. Yeah. So fifty bucks, six hundred four pieces, and it will come out in December. It's only fifty bucks. Only fifty bucks. Oh, jeez. I'll. I'll pick that up for 50 bucks yeah and it looks like um comes with like a like a flying surfboard or something i guess spider gwen gets around on that sure i guess i i I haven't read the spider gwen comics yet so i don't know if that's a comic thing or Uh, that's actually aunt may's uh flying surfboard (laughs) (laughs) she learned that uh hoverboards don't work on water ah that makes sense is yeah, and, and again, I, I haven't been reading uh, new uh, Spider-Man. Is is Aunt May? Is she uh, Galactus's new Herald? Yes. Is that what's going? Yeah, <laughs> going on. She's the uh, uh, silver-haired surfer. Uh, oh, I get it. Uh, get, I get it? it. I get it. There you go. There you go. Um. Oh, that's cool though. So, did you see? Uh, speaking of uh, Ghost Spider, did you see the trailer for that new uh, animated? Was it Marvel Rising's show? I have not seen that. With uh, 
where it's like Squirrel Girl and Ms. Marvel and Ghost Spider. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it actually looks like it's it looks like it's might be kind of fun. So I like all three of those uh, comics. Yeah, I you know, and I I I've been like I, I've been reading uh, the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl since that started. I really enjoy that comic. I just started uh, like a week or so ago. Started uh, reading Ms. Marvel. Which is fantastic. I really dig that comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, yeah, I haven't, like I said, I haven't read, uh, Ghosts or Spider Gwen, uh, yet, but that's, uh, probably next on my list. So, yeah, so I'm definitely interested in that show. Yeah. So, but yeah, this, uh, this set looks great though. Yeah. I'm, I'm in for that one for sure. Yeah. Um, Lego DC Comics Superheroes Aquaman Black Manta Strike. Nice. Uh, apparently this was for sale at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. And this is based on the movie. It is based on the upcoming Aquaman movie. Yes. So, yeah, so you get, uh, you get Aquaman, you get, uh, Mera, mm-hmm. uh, who is, is that like his love interest or something? I, yes. Okay. I, you know, I'm, all my knowledge of this comes from the trailer that they released, so. Man, okay. that movie that looks pretty rough. Yeah. You know, I still haven't seen Justice League. It's okay. You're not missing anything. Yeah. I'll probably watch it soon, but hey, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, um, yeah. So you get Aquaman, Mara, uh, Black yeah. Manta, of course. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, the, the, uh, it's, it's a big Black Manta sub is, is the, the bulk of the set. Mm hmm. So you got a eh, pretty cool looking sub. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, um, it looks, I mean, it looks like a manta ray. It's got a big uh, one of those six stud shooters on the front of it. It's got some like l- like little uh, launching missiles on it as well. Uh, you get a little shark in there, and then a little uh, a little little patch of ground with some coral sticking out of it. Yeah. And, and, and so you know it's underwater. I just don't like those parts. No, those, those little, like, you know, small chunks of the environment that you're just supposed to kind of sit around, uh, the ground. So you, like, we're in a park or now we're underwater. Yeah. Because there's a, here's a four by four plate with a tree sticking out of it. So now we're in the, we're in the park. Here's a four by four plate with a little green plant sticking out of it. And some coral, so it looks like we're underwater. It's just like, eh, come on, just why, why bother? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. let's see, thirty bucks. Yeah, and it will be released widely on August first. Okay, I will brick link the Black Manta figure. Black Manta does look very cool. The Black Manta figure looks pretty great. So, I have no interest in. I mean, the set looks fine. Uh, but you know, I'm not terribly interested in the Aquaman movie. Uh, you know, I don't need the, the, the set. I don't need the vehicle, but Black Manta looks pretty great. Mm-hmm. So I will pick that up. Uh, and then last up in our Lego roundup is the big one. Yeah. Lego Harry Potter Hogwarts Castle. Yep. Now this is. This is an interesting set because this set it's it is a it is a recreation of Hogwarts 
as seen in the movies, mm-hmm. seen in the Harry Potter film series. It is micro scale, however, so it is not sized to fit minifigures. It is micro scale, and you might think, oh, it's micro scale, so it's probably very tiny. <laughs> It's a micro-scale Hogwarts. I could probably get it and set it on my desk, and it will be very tiny. This is like 6,000 pieces. It's this huge. Is a, it's a $400 set. I was I was actually interested in this when I was like, oh, they're making a, a micro-scale Hogwarts. And I saw some pictures of it, and I didn't look too closely at them. And I thought, oh, I'll pick that up. I'll spend 50 bucks to pick up a micro-scale Hogwarts. It's $400. Hey, man, Hogwarts is huge. It's 6,000 pieces. And I was like, okay, I, I guess. I guess it's bigger than I thought it would be. And then I thought it was very cute because it, it does come with, even though it's not minifigure scale, it does come with four minifigures. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought this was very clever. It's the four, uh, like, founders of, I, I, are they? I guess they're the founders of Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the four people that the, the houses are named after. You get the, uh, uh, I don't know their names. You get Slytherin guy. Uh, Salazar Slytherin. Salazar Slytherin. You got, is it, uh, the Gryffindor guy is like, like, his, his first name starts with G. Godric. Godric Gryffindor. You got, uh, Henrietta Hufflepuff. Helga Hufflepuff. I was close. And, uh, and, uh, Renfield Ravenclaw. Rowena Ravenclaw. Close enough. So you get the you get the house founders, which is pretty cute, you know, for for those into Harry Potter lore. Mm-hmm. And I know there are are countless of those. I guess Harry Potter's kind of popular. A little bit, a little bit, uh, despite all the Johnny Depp in the movies. Uh, <laughs> but well, you know what? We've talked about many times. Fantastic Beasts is not good. Yeah, and you know, I was talking with you about this. I actually rewatched that the other day. My wife and I sat down and rewatched that, and because um, I the, I only saw it once when it was in the theaters, and I was not impressed. I was kind of bored by it, and I was like, you know what? I want to give this another chance. Maybe I was having an off day. Who knows? But you know, I like Harry Potter. I liked I've I've like I've enjoyed the Harry Potter movies. I like the books. I'll give it a try. I'll give it another chance. And we sat down and we re. We re-watched it, which is difficult to say. And it's just not a very good movie. It's not a very good movie. So you can't it's wait cl- for the next one. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> it could have been a good movie. There were there were parts in there that I was like, okay, this is kind of working. They're doing it the wrong way, but I could see ways where they could make this work. But yeah, just it did not come together at all. So, and you know, I, I you know, J.K. Rowling wrote the script, and I have a feeling that uh, they were too afraid to have someone come in and and edit the script or punch up the script because I mean it's J.K. Rowling, man. You know, this is her universe. You don't you don't tell her how to how to write Harry Potter, but uh. You know, she could have used a little help, I think, with the screenplay. Yeah. But anyway, this uh, set, so I was like, okay, this is kind of a cute set. I mean, it's big. I I don't, you know, 
it's just a big model of, uh, of, of, uh, Hogwarts. But then I started looking at all these other pictures and I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but I want it now <laughs> because it comes with like a million of those little micro figures. Yeah. 27 micro figures. Yeah. I'm just going to read it off the, uh, little yeah. fact sheet. Yeah. Uh, Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, Draco Malfoy, Albus Dumbledore, Professor Snape, Professor McGonagall, Remus Lupin, uh, Dolores Umbridge, Argus Filch, Lord Voldemort, Bellatrix Lestrange, three students from each of the four houses, mm-hmm. two chess pieces and the architect of Hogwarts statue, and five Dementors. Yeah. And these are, these are those, those tiny little, uh, they're th- like, they're sometimes painted up like little minifigure trophies or something, but they, they're these, these t- tiny little micro figures and they have like really intricate little painting because these things are small and they have like these really intricate little paint, uh, features. Uh, well, the, the, the Saturn, uh, rocket came with a couple of astro of micro figures painted as the astronauts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so you have all these, all these Harry Potter figures and there are within the Hogwarts set, there are all these little like micro scale recreations of famous scenes from the story that you can have the little micro figures hanging out in. You know, there's like the there's there's a, a little miniature bathroom that was the entrance to the Chamber of Secrets. You know, there's a, a tiny little Dumbledore's office. There's a tiny little uh the 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 chamber with the flying keys from the first book you know there's tiny little flying keys and a tiny little uh paintbrush that's supposed to be a broom for 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 harry to fly around on and catch the keys there's a tiny little uh, mirror of uh of of Arised or whatever the little mirror that harry saw his parents in you know, there's a chi- tiny little chamber of secrets with a tiny little basilisk Mm-hmm. The tiny little chess board where we play uh, the, 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 the human chess. You know, there's all the like, tiny little classrooms and stuff. It's like, it's so cool looking. There's a tiny little great hall where everyone can sit and eat and stuff. It's, it's super cute and super detailed. You know, there's a wee little Hagrid's hut with a tiny little Aragog the spider. But, you know, again, it's, it's like 400 bucks. Yeah. So I'm not going to get it. I, I like Harry Potter. I don't, uh, $400 like Harry Potter. Uh, available August 15th. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to get this set for sure because I just want to get that Godric Gryffindor minifig. There you go. So See? I can make my, uh, Game of Thrones minifig out of it. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. That does kind of, he's got that look, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah. There you go. So there it is. It's, I mean, it's cool looking. I mean, Harry Potter fans must be flipping out over this because it's, it's, it's pretty great. It's very cool. Yeah. Oh, I should clarify. August 15th for VIP members and September Uh, 1st for everyone else. Gotcha. Okay. Well, there we go. And that's everything. Woo. Let's talk about stuff we got recently. Oh, man. Here we go. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. So I, got some, too. I, got, I got some stuff and I haven't built much of it. Of oh, course. Okay. Of course. 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I just have stacks of unopened Lego sets right now. <laughs> I'm hoping to get one of them uh, worked on this weekend. But anyway. Yes. Uh, Lego Ideas of Voltron, the big one. Uh, yeah. Uh, your uh, Player One podcast co-host Greg Seward is building yep. that right now. He is. If you uh, go to at Seward on Twitter... You can, uh, you can see his, he's, he's plowing through that set. He, well, it's funny because we all, we're, we are recording on, uh, July 28th, Saturday. And, uh, you and I both got our Voltrons. We, we ordered them off the website. Uh, they showed up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Seward showed up yesterday as well. And whereas I haven't opened mine yet, I have not opened mine either. Have you even taken yours out of the shipping box? Yes, I did. Okay. That. Okay. So you and I, we are at the same point. <laughs> uh, Stuart tore into his and he's already got four out of the five lions built. <laughs> so Stuart wasting no time at all. So, but, um, yeah, it showed up. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'll try to start putting that together this weekend. I'm thinking I'm going to do one lion at a time so I can really savor the experience. Oh, just like one per day or something? Yeah. Okay, I can dig that. Um, so yeah, I got Voltron. I picked up uh Lego creator James Bond's Aston Martin. Oh nice. I'm a big James Bond fan, so right. I had to give that one. Very uh, cool. Have not even started putting that together. <laughs> uh I did get a little license to build card when I picked that one up. That's pretty cute. It's like a plastic credit card style thing that says yeah. license to build. That's that's pretty great. Uh, I picked up the Lego Marvel superheroes Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Realm set, which mm-hmm. is the uh, the Ant Man and the Wasp set. Uh, again, not put that together. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this because I I got that as well. Uh, I believe. Well, we 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 were there. We we bought it. We were at the we went to the Lego store and bought it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I opened mine up. I put mine together. Put that thing together. Okay. It is, it's a tiny, say it was what, 20 bucks? Yeah, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, if you've seen, uh, the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, which you should because it's, it's quite fun. Uh, it is the, uh, little ship, uh, that they use to travel, like, well, into the quantum realm, as, as the name of the set, uh, suggests. Uh, it is this, you know, it's, it's a, it ends up, it's a cool looking ship. It's really neat. It's a fun build. You end up with a, a very cool looking ship, uh, that's fun to play with. It's got little movable parts on there. So it's just kind of fun to tinker around and sort of swoosh around the room. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, and it's got kind of this bug aesthetic. Like when you get it put together, it sort of looks like, like the silhouette of it kind of looks like a fly. So it's kind of keeping in the whole sort of bug theme. Uh, but it's for 20 bucks. It's a cute, fun little set. And you get, uh, yeah, you get a, 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 you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp minifigures with it. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's totally, and, uh, you get a ghost as well, the, the villain of the movie. So I, you know what? I would almost say, I mean, it's, it's a small set, so it's not going to take you that long to build. It's probably like half an hour, if that. I'd say bust that up and put it together before Voltron. Hmm. Cause, you know, Voltron, that's, that's going to be, that's a, that's a multi-day project. That's hours and hours. I could put together one lion first and then yeah, that's move true. on to something that's true. else. That's true. 
I'm just saying that that Ant Man and the Wasp set is uh, is is really fun. Okay, and def- definitely worth twenty bucks for sure. Um, and speaking of Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. uh, there was a ex- SDCC exclusive set, San Diego Comic Con yes. exclusive set of uh, it's a like a big brick built Ant Man bust. Yes, and a little, uh, not little, but a, a wasp minifig. Uh, so obviously, I did not buy the actual San Diego Comic Con version of it, but the instructions were put up on uh, the brick fan. Yeah. So I brick linked all the bricks. There are no rare, unique pieces in it, so that was good. And uh, yeah, so I brick linked the bricks, put that set together, and it looks awesome. Yeah, I um. I did the same. Um, I am still waiting uh, for my bricks to show up. I ordered my bricks uh, a little after you did, uh, but yeah, uh, you know, went to went to Bricklink, Im- imported a parts list, and uh, yeah. So now I got about half of my orders have showed up so far. So I got, I got, uh, I'm getting there. So I'm gonna have my own little uh, Ant Man bust as well. Um, this, you know what? I'm curious here. I'm going to go to eBay, eBay.com. Uh, that's just a, it's it's a website on the internet. Anyone can anyone can go there. Sounds weird. E- eBay, e it's like electronic. Uh, buy and you'll get it. Oh, is what that stands for? Okay. Electronic buy and you'll get it. Uh, Lego SDCC Ant a Man. Let me see what this set is going for. So I'm, let's look at completed items. This set is selling for, uh, eh, about 120 bucks. Oh, interesting. About 120 bucks. Now, you know, again, you know, you're getting the set, you're getting, uh, there's a, you know, the, the box, uh, you're getting the instructions, of course, uh, but a complete, uh, Ant-Man, uh, San Diego Comic-Con set is selling for about $120. Now, if you just go online and get the instructions, which you can find easily, uh, would, would you say the brick, uh, the brick fan, br- the brick fan, which is a, a really good, uh, Lego news site, uh, ran, uh, ran those. You can go to brick link, input the, uh, parts. And I, I, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, just the pieces. Uh, and this includes the, uh, the wasp minifigure, uh, runs about $35. Yep. If you just get the bricks. Um, and you know what? Let me, uh, and you know, if, if you buy the, um, if you buy the, uh, uh, the, the Ant-Man and the wasps set that we were just talking about, uh, you get a wasp minifigure in that, and so you won't have to uh, buy it in there. And that that knocks about eight bucks off the price. There you go. So if you if you already have or don't want the wasp minifigure, you know you're looking at under thirty bucks for this uh, hundred and twenty dollars set. So you know it's a good way to get uh, quote unquote rare sets. If you don't care about having like the box or the instructions or anything, if you just want the model. Right. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. 
Um, some of the build is a little bit, uh, doesn't hold together quite as well as I'd like, but. Oh, really? It's fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much everything. I got some other little things I couldn't remember. It's been a while since we recorded. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I got, I got a bunch of stuff. I'm going to fly through a lot of it though. Um, you know, again, I got the Ant-Man set, uh, that we talked about, um, uh, Lego, uh, some more of the Star Wars brick heads sets came out. Uh, I picked up the Darth Vader. Cause again, I'm kind of, I've pretty much committed to being all in on the Star Wars, uh, brick heads. So I picked up, uh, Darth Vader and, uh, Stormtrooper came out as well. I picked up two Stormtroopers. You were saying the Stormtrooper helmets were better this time around. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we've had, uh, Captain Phasma. Who's wearing essentially a stormtrooper helmet. Right. Uh, and, and the Captain Phasma brickhead, uh, the helmet looked kind of, kind of, kind of poopy. It was not, it was not great. Uh, but they definitely improved the design on, uh, the stormtroopers now. So I'm, I'm, the stormtroopers look a lot nicer than Captain Phasma to the point where I'm wondering if I can go back and like, you know, buy kind of silvery parts. Or gray parts or whatever they used for Phasma's uh, set and sort of modify her helmet mm, using cool. some of the stormtrooper techniques. But yeah, so I got I, I got two stormtroopers just so I can have them flank Vader. Of course, because it, it looks cooler. Obviously, um, I also picked up another brickhead set. Uh, the Peter Venkman and Slimer set came out. So I was like, you know, I got the brickheads uh, Back to the Future set. I might as well get the Ghostbusters as well. Just because, you know, mid-80s sci-fi comedy movies. So I I picked those up. Those are both pretty great. Uh, The Slimer is is pretty amusing looking uh, in particular. Um, Yeah, my my Voltron showed up as as we talked about. Still haven't, you know, haven't had time to bust that open yet. Probably will today. Uh, I did um, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago. Uh, there was a promotion at the Lego stores where if you spent X amount of dollars, I don't remember if it was 75 or a hundred or whatever, uh, but you got a, a set called, uh, well, it's, it's set 40291, uh, the creative storybook, Hans Christian Andersen. And this is, it's a, it's a, a model of a book that is, uh, lying open. And on the pages are these two little, uh, vignettes, uh, one of, uh, Hans Christian Andersen, a uh, famous author, uh, writing, um, you know, he's like sitting on a bench, uh, writing a story. Uh, and then the other, um, the other page is a little, uh, a picture of his, uh, 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 one of one of the vignettes from one of the stories that he wrote, and I'm trying to remember which uh, which actual story it was, because uh, it's a uh, oh, it's the Wild Swans is what it is. Because every you know you think of you think Hans Christian Andersen, and you think of like the Little Mermaid or the Ugly Duckling, right? Uh, the Wild Swans is you know not necessarily one of his most well-known stories, but this is the one that is depicted on the, uh, in the, in the little storybook. Um, it's a cute set. 
It's really it's it's for a f- free pro, you know quote unquote free promo set. Uh, it is huge. Um, I mean, it's not huge, but it's you know it's sizable. It's it's a, it makes a really nice uh, display piece. Um, and you know it just the nature of the model, you know, being an an open book is not something you see built out of Lego very often. So it's very unique in that sense. Um, and when I was building it, I was, I was a little intrigued by it because you're, you know, building and you're just like, okay, you know, you build the spine of the book and then you build the front and back cover and the pages, uh, stacked on top of those and they just kind of clip into the spine and you just think, okay, that's it. And you're going to build the, this, uh, little vignettes on top of it. But the vignettes, you build them and they're on hinge, uh, plates. And when you clip them into the pages of the book, uh, they, they end up sort of dropping down on this, this sort of angle. And I was a little confused. I was like, well, why are these on hinges? It seems a little weird. And then it hit me once the model was complete. Cause you, you have this book that's, that's, you know, lying, you know, opened on its spine. So the, the, uh, covers and the pages of the book are at slight angles because they're drooping down from the center, from the spine down to the table. So they're at these kind of downward slopes. Uh, but the hinges allow the vignettes to be parallel to the ground, even though they are sitting on these angled pages. Do you follow me here? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, that's, that's a, that's a very little detail that they probably did not need to compensate for. I don't think anyone would have really complained if these vignettes were sort of angled down like 10 degrees or so, (laughs) but to have them remaining parallel to the ground, even though they're sitting on a sloped uh, surface, I was like, that is really clever engineering and really smart and really more detail than I would expect from a free set that was, you know, that was a, a giveaway. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I picked it up. Yeah. I, and I just looked, this was free, uh, during like the first half of June. If you spent like a hundred bucks and I think I paid like $30 shipped for mine off of eBay. Cool. So I, you know, if, you know, if you're if you're interested in in books, if you love books, if you love Hans Christian Andersen, or if you just like unique, cleverly designed sets, uh, this is actually a pretty neat one to get, and it makes a cute little display piece. So, so yeah, I got that. Um, what else did I get? Oh, uh, sticking with Lego. This is the last Lego thing I got. Um. Uh, you know how they're making uh, Unikitty sets, right? Uh, based on there's a, on, on Cartoon Network, there's a Unikitty cartoon, which I've not seen. I've not watched it. Um, but they have a line of uh, sets coming out, and I don't know if these sets are out yet. Oh yeah, I guess. Oh wait, now I'm. Why? Why am I? Why am I on the? Like British uh, Lego. <laughs> I'm on the British Lego site. I'm looking to see if these are out yet. 
Um, but, um, let me see. Unikitty. Coming soon. These are coming soon here. Um, oh, they are. Okay. They're not supposed to be released until August 1st, but I was at a Fred Meyers, uh, last week and they had, uh, them there. Hmm. So I, I picked up, I picked up the Unikitty cloud car set, which is a, it's a $10 set. Um, and I just wanted to get it just to look at it. It's, it's a simple little set. It's, uh, well, it's a little cloud car. It's a little like kind of cloud airplane with a little spinning, uh, uh, smiley face propeller on the front. Uh, it comes with a couple, again, I've not seen the show, but it includes the characters, uh, Phoebe, who is some sort of like brick built bee with a flower head and square bear, who is a little pink, I guess, bear that is just kind of rectangular shaped. Uh, and you get Unikitty, of course. Uh, but I was just curious about it because, uh, and we've talked about this on the show, the new Unikitty sets, uh, have a modified, uh, neck piece. Uh, because the, uh, the Unikitty toys from the old Lego movie sets, uh, Unikitty's head was perched on her body just by plugging into like a little round, uh, one by one circular piece. And it, it certainly matches her look in the movie, but it's not a very stable connection. So Unikitty's head pops off very easily. Uh, and now they have a, a new piece with a little, uh, a little bar that plugs into it. So there's a, a new method of connecting Unikitty's head to her body. And it's far more stable. Cool. So, yeah. So I, I may, uh, end up brick linking, uh, replacement parts to, uh, stabilize my old Unikitty toys. But yeah, so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a little set based on a cartoon that I've not seen, including characters who I have no familiarity with, <laughs> but I was like, it's 10 bucks and I just wanted another Unikitty figure. So there we go. There you go. Yeah. So I got that. Um, then, oh, here's, here's my, uh. San Diego Comic-Con toy that I got. Like, I, I mean, I, like I said, I got the, uh, Ant-Man set on its way via Bricklink. But, uh, s- stupid Funko Pop. It's your favorite. Ugh, I, you know what? I, I moan every time we bring them up on the show, but I have like 20 of these stupid things now. And we even so, went to their store. We did. Your idea. It was my by idea. By the way. It was my idea. Yes, indeed. Yeah, Justin and I did go to the Funko headquarters here in uh, Washington State. Um, we did not buy anything, though. Nope. We did not. So kudos to us. Uh, but boy, they had a, they had a ton of those pops, man. Jeez, Louise. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I do like, uh, the eight bit Funko pop toys. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of those. But uh, at Comic-Con, they had Comic-Con exclusive 8-bit Funko Pops of uh, Wreck-It Ralph and Fix-It Felix from, uh, the, from, from Wreck-It Ralph, the Disney film from a few years back. And these are Comic-Con exclusives. And, you know, Funko Pops, man, when they say that 
this is an exclusive. It tends to stay an exclusive. You know, it's not like, oh, six months from now, that Wreck-It Ralph is going to be everywhere. You know, there's a very strong possibility that that toy will never be released again. And those things go up in value so much. And I like Wreck-It Ralph. So I went on eBay and bought uh, both of them. Mm -hmm. And they arrived, and they are out of their package. So they are worthless in the eyes of Funko Pop collectors. Uh, But they are sitting on one of my bookshelves here, and they look super cute. So there we go. And you didn't pay crazy prices. No. I, I, it was like, well, I mean, I paid, it was like 30 bucks each. Yeah. I mean, that's not insane, though. No. I, I, I don't know how much they were going for at the show. I'm guessing they were probably going for like 20 bucks each at the show. Maybe, maybe 15. Um, but you know, certainly cheaper than I would be paying for them in a year. Right. You know, because those things just, they go up in value until, of course, the time when the bubble inevitably bursts. Keep waiting. It'll happen. Keep waiting. <laughs> give, give it time. <laughs> give it time. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the last thing that I have is, uh, big old transformer. Big old Transformer. Big old Transformers, Power of the Primes, Titan Class. Predaking is out. Predaking, the giant combiner robot formed from the five evil Predacons. And uh, I, I, I had back in the day, and I still have, uh, the, uh, the G1 uh, Predaking. And so I was uh, excited when they were announcing that they were doing a new updated uh, Predaking figure. And even though, you know what? He's not great looking. Well, actually, that's not, that's not fair. Uh, the individual robots are not. And you know what? Even that's not that fair. Um, so, so Predaking, like I said, he's made up of five. Uh, robots, mm-hmm. uh, Razor Claw, who is, uh, who's a lion. Uh, you got, uh, uh, I'm trying to remember all their names. Uh, you got Tantrum, who is a, is he the buffalo? Uh, or is he the rhino? Tantrum is the buffalo. Okay. So you got Tantrum, the buffalo, uh, Headstrong, the rhino, uh, you got, uh, 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 geez, why am I blanking on all their names? Uh, <laughs> Rampage is the tiger mm-hmm. and uh dive bomb is, is like a, an eagle. Right. Yeah. And so you have these, uh, five guys, they all turn into robots and, uh, then they all combine into a giant predaking who is an awesome looking combiner. He's super cool looking. Um, and even in the G1 days, he was the biggest of the combiner robots. Uh, so it's, it's, he, uh, so, so this guy, Predaking, I, ha- I haven't put him together yet. I've taken him out of the box. I haven't put him together yet, but he's, he's Titan class. So he's huge. He's probably like, you know, upwards of two feet tall. Um, and it's it's weird because um so the robots um you know the individual components 
the robots modes look pretty good. Uh, the animal modes look kind of iffy. Yeah. Kind of iffy. Um, and this sort of stems from, uh, especially, um, um, the, the legs, uh, tantrum and headstrong, uh, because they, uh, be- you know, because they're making this guy so big now, his, um, his, his upper legs, uh, which used to be formed from, uh, 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 razor claw, the, the leader, it was like his legs formed, uh, the combiners, uh, uh, upper legs. But now these are formed by the, the legs by, by, uh, headstrong and, um, uh, 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 what's his name? Tantrum. Right. But, um, so you have these, you know, you have a rhino and he's like, okay, he's, he's just a rhino, but then he has a giant half of a leg, uh, slung under his belly. Right. And it just, it looks kind of, kind of crappy. Does not look great. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and all the, and, and then when you turn him into a robot, it's like, okay, he's a pretty decent looking robot with, half of a leg hanging off of his back <laughs> and it doesn't look that great. So the individual robots are kind of suffering uh, in their design, but they're suffering because when you combine them into Predaking, Predaking looks pretty great. He's kind of cool. He's got, maybe his waist is a little too skinny, but he looks pretty awesome. So, and it's like, if you're going to get Predaking, you're going to have him displayed in Predaking form anyway. Of course. So, you know, who cares? Uh, but yeah, like I said, I busted him out of the package and unfortunately this is a problem with the Titan class, uh, figures. It was a problem with Metroplex. Uh, it's a problem with Trypticon and why I haven't got Trypticon completely put together yet. I'm assuming it's a problem with Fortress Maximus. We'll find out when I get him. Uh, but it's certainly a problem with Predaking. Stickers, stickers, stickers. Ugh, yuck. He has a huge, sheet of stickers why i don't know those toys are so expensive i know i know this this guy was like 150 bucks um but yeah he's got because one of the things about predaking this was true for the g1 figure and it's true for this one too is um you know his color scheme it's like red and yellow and orange and black mm-hmm. you know uh and the g1 toy had a lot of kind of shiny chrome gold highlights that was accomplished with stickers. And it's the same case here. So like dive bomb, the Eagle, you have all these gold stickers that you got to stick onto his wings to give him the kind of trademark, uh, golden wings. Yuck. Yeah. So, and because there's so many stickers, it's going to take probably like an hour or two for me to just put the stupid stickers on. So, so that's a disappointment, but you know, he's going to look cool when he's done, <laughs> but you know, who knows how long that's going to be. Yeah. It'll be quite the project. Yeah. And like I said, I still haven't finished putting all the stickers on Trypticon yet. So I need to take a vacation from work just to put all my toys together. 
which does not seem like a smart move for a, a 43-year-old man to take time off work so he can assemble his Transformers and Lego sets. <laughs> but it may come to that. I don't know. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I picked up. Cool. Yeah. So, a lot of stuff we haven't recorded in a while. I think that's a show. If you'd like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter or at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash points of articulation, or email POAPod at gmail.com. You can, uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Now, why don't you